0: Welcome to Our/Confession, the place where the internet anonymously reveals their deepest darkest secrets. In this episode, I've chosen 7 posts that get increasingly more severe. Trust me, you're gonna want to stick around for Confession number 7. It is truly wild. I charged a kid at my school $40 for two bottles of fake prime hydration. This happened yesterday. Last week, me and my family went on a family vacation to California. We're originally from Canada, so we don't have access to KSI and Logan Paul's new energy drink, Prime Hydration. While in the US, I took the chance to buy and try out all of the flavors, but I wasn't able to bring any back home because the bottles are over 100ml, and airports don't allow you to take anything over the limit with you. So, I decided to bring the empty bottles of Prime I drank from while in the US with me back to Canada as a souvenir, as it was the next best thing. When we got back from vacation, I sent pictures of the bottles to a group chat with kids in my school in there. I didn't think much of it until one kid, let's call him Alex, messaged me asking me how much he could buy them for. I thought about telling him the truth, but I wanted to see how much he was actually willing to buy them for. He told me he could give me $40 if I could give him one of the orange and one of the lemon-lime flavoured ones. This was an amazing deal since I bought them for about $3 each. So I told him it was a deal. Not knowing what to do, I decided to fill the empty bottles with Gatorade and try to pass it off as Prime. Well, it worked he bought them without realizing and that was that and to add insult to injury I found out after I sold them to him that he planned to give them to his brother for his birthday I can't stop thinking about it and I feel really guilty for doing this I don't think I would have done it if I knew what they were for to me It's honestly just crazy that people would pay this much for a drink like it's insane. I get it It's ksi it's logan paul. Obviously, it's a very rare thing right now prime, but still $40 for two energy drinks. What nonetheless op you have scammed this guy and I also don't really like the fact that you said if you knew it was for You wouldn't have done it because you shouldn't have done it in the first place. Let's be completely honest So you can't say oh it was for his brother's birthday. Now. I feel bad I didn't before when I literally frauded him out of forty dollars, but now I do realistically I'm, not sure what's more sad the fact that you scammed this guy out of forty dollars or the fact that he was willing to pay Forty dollars for two bottles of prime now for our next confession in sixth grade I hacked my school's brain pop account and used it for years my middle school leaned heavily on BrainPop, a website with educational cartoons for kids, to be a fun learning tool for our curriculums. All of my teachers used BrainPop and usually introduced new subjects like sales or algebra with a BrainPop video. Sixth grade was a hard year for me. My parents had lost their house and it would take a few years before we had the funds to live on our own. My great-grandparents took us in, but we still didn't have any money to spare for luxuries like Netflix subscriptions or movie rentals. When I tried to use BrainPop at home for the first time, I was crushed to find it hidden behind a paywall i knew dang well that the only BrainPOP pop videos i would see would be at school i would never be able to choose a BrainPOP video to watch i'd only ever see what my teachers chose to show us one day in my computer lab our teacher was going around the room manually logging us into BrainPOP to watch a specific video she told us all the school username to enter and would type in the password for each of us but even though she had us all cover our eyes and turn around while typing the password i still heard how many keys she pressed Six. The username was literally just the school email, and I managed to guess that the password was just as simple—the school name. I'm pretty sure it was all lowercase too. I felt like a goddamn computer genius when I typed the incredibly simple username and password into BrainPOP. I felt like I'd discovered Pompeii or the teachers' lounge. I must have watched dang near every motherfucking BrainPOP, or it must have been something close, because for the rest of middle school, I never saw a single BrainPOP in class that I was unfamiliar with. I felt the smuggest sense of satisfaction to know that the password never changed. Even after I moved to a new school district, I never told anyone about my illegal brain pop activities, not even my best friend. And there we go, a pretty wholesome confession to be honest. If anything, your teachers would probably be proud of how much educational content you consumed. But as I said at the start of this episode, the confessions are only going to get more and more severe as you're about to see. Here we go. I accepted a counterfeit $50 bill, then passed it on to another customer. This was decades ago when I worked retail, well past the statute of limitations. As a high school student, I worked in a mall, which is a place where once upon a time in the olden days, people would go to shop. One particularly busy day, a customer paid for their purchase with a 50 dollar bill something immediately fell off about the bill the paper was too stiff and smooth but there was a line and i was rushing so i accepted the bill and didn't question the customer still something didn't sit right with me so when the line died down i opened my cash drawer to take a closer look this bill was so obviously a fake I was embarrassed I accepted it. This was almost 30 years ago, and I don't remember what security features bills included in those days. Watermarks, ribbons, etc. But even so, it was clear this wasn't legit. As I mentioned earlier, the paper was too smooth and stiff. That was clear as soon as the customer handed it to me, and I kicked myself for not rejecting it then. It also didn't have any of the coloured fibres a real bill would have, and the printing was flawed and not raised like a real bill. Only a fool would have accepted this bill, and I was that fool. I I showed the bill to a co worker, and he agreed that it was counterfeit. He probably also agreed I was a fool, but too polite to say so. In truth, I should have just accepted I made a mistake, one that wasn't going to get me fired, and one that provided a lesson to be more careful in the future. The store could easily absorb a $50 loss. This wasn't going to bring me or the store down. Mistakes happen. But I didn't leave it at that. Later that day, a customer made a small purchase with a $100 bill. In a move I still feel guilty for, I decided this was my opportunity to get rid of that bill. Realizing that the feel of the $50 bill was an immediate clue that the bill wasn't legit, I sandwiched it between other bills that made up the customer's change $10, $50, I forget the actual denominations. This way, the customer wouldn't feel the counterfeit paper until he left the store. If I felt any relief from getting rid of the counterfeit bill, it was short-lived and replaced by guilt. This was an extremely stupid thing to do. Obviously, the second customer was an innocent victim and didn't deserve what I did. Also, he was far more likely to remember what store and even which cashier gave him the fake bill than I was to remember or encounter the customer who passed it in the first place. As far as I know, there were no. No repercussions from this other than my guilty conscience and being on santa's naughty list yeah tough one look it's clear from the fact that you still feel guilty 30 years later that you are probably a good person i say without having actually ever met you But the fact is as you know and as you've literally said you con this guy out of fifty dollars It's as simple as that and for that. Yeah, you're gonna feel bad and you deserve to however I do have some sympathy in that moment You're probably not thinking completely straight and you're thinking that you may get fired or that you've been Absolutely embarrassed which to be fair you had and you're just like oh I want to just get rid of this mistake right away and forget it ever happened However, it doesn't really work like that And yeah, ultimately you've paid the real price by having to think about this for 30 years and still feeling guilty The thing is I dread to think what could have happened to this guy like imagine if he actually tried to pay for something else i mean i'm sure he did right pay for something else using that 50 and what if another cashier had said mate what are you doing this is clearly fake he could have gotten a lot of legal trouble for that i really hope that never happened because obviously he had no idea But still it makes you think now for our fourth confession things are heating up I just cost my friend a couple hundred dollars in locksmith fees and convinced her it's her fault. My friend and I just graduated college this weekend We decided to go out drinking but I had a flight this morning to catch so I told her I won't be staying out past 11 I left my book bag with my car keys in her apartment because she agreed to that time But I couldn't leave without her She got way way too drunk and was practically begging a boy to come home with her I'm begging her to leave at around midnight i finally convinced her to go home at around 12 30. she's freaking inebriated we get there she's telling me how worried she is for me flying and tries to give me a million things to take with me i accept all the things and then put them back in her room this goes on for about an hour she then says she can't possibly go to sleep alone tonight so she needs to go teach that boy a lesson and is looking for her keys to go to his house i obviously couldn't let her drive so i hid her keys in her closet I finally convinced her to lay down and i leave i locked her bedroom door behind me hoping it would confuse her enough so she couldn't leave until morning a minute ago i get a call saying she woke up on the living room couch and now she's locked out of her room she was looking for her keys so she could get an uber and left her room to check the living room and when she came back the door was locked behind her i think the door didn't lock all the way when i left i didn't check the handle and she got out but couldn't get back in Now her keys are hidden in her closet and she can't leave her apartment because she won't be able to get back in Her roommate is insane and has actually sent her death threats So she doesn't like to be in the apartment at the same time as her She now can't leave for hours and her roommate might actually kill her. This is my fault I hid her keys and I locked the door. I told her I hid her keys, but I didn't tell her about the door and I just told her she was so drunk and she probably locked it behind her. I'm such an awful friend, but I had to leave to get my flight at 8am and I didn't leave her apartment until after 2. I also live 30 minutes away. I woke up 30 minutes before I have to leave and I haven't packed or anything. I'm upset she kept me up, but my consequences are being tired and rushing. Hers are a couple hundred on a locksmith. I'm a bad friend You're a bad friend apart from the fact that you're just obviously not $200 or potentially dying in a car crash. I mean, I know what I'd choose Yeah, it's unfortunate obviously that this happened and that you've cost your friend $200 But think about what they may have cost themselves if you weren't there. That is the real confession All right, then guys, it's time i've strung you along for long enough. This is where things start to get more serious I screamed and destroyed half my brother's room at 1 a.m for some background or whatever, I have two siblings. One twin sister who is 17 and one older brother who is 23. My aunt and uncle, around his age, are also Fragile X. Now, if you're like me and you've not heard of Fragile X, well, it's a syndrome, it's a genetic condition that causes a range of developmental problems, including learning disabilities and cognitive impairments. Okay, back to the story. My brother and my sister will never mentally age past eight, kind of like forever being stuck in elementary. Oh, how sad anyway he's yelling while i'm typing this he really started getting bad around a year ago he got diagnosed with aplastic anemia, bone marrow failure and extremely low blood counts most of his blood counts are under 30. lately he's had hallucinations and extreme outbursts of anger we never know what day he's gonna have if it's a bad day consider it ruined he's always kind of been like this but these past few months it's been worse his personality is worse than his health Extreme anger issues, selfish, and just downright evil sometimes. He won't help you unless he gets a treat. When friends of anyone come over, he immediately asks if they got anything for him, and if they didn't, he gets mad and stomps around, demanding when they come back to have something for him. He's broken my mum's ribs before when he's had a tantrum. Always asking for stuff, which means my mum is constantly low on money. All of our attention is on him. It's just one 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 a few months ago. I lost my patience I was extremely tired and out of it since february of this year He's been staying up late and screaming growling punching walls and cussing loudly extreme anger that we couldn't do anything about He's immune to melatonin or any other sleep med we can put him on him screaming I'll kill you and get the frick out of my house is the worst part It was about 1 or 2am and I was woken up by him growling so loudly that it was vibrating the walls. My room is right above his. I went down there and he just got more mad when I said to be more quiet. The second time I went down there, it was just over. I opened his door, yelled at him to shut the frick up and swiped all the stuff off his desk. I also destroyed a dinner plate. All the while, I'm screaming at him, I wish you were never born, and how I hated being the only non special needs kid in this house. Mum came down and asked what the heck was going on, so I just went to my room and stayed up. Her and my grandpa spent the night trying to calm him down. I was left alone. I regret breaking part of his room, but I meant what I said he needs to be put in a mental hospital or a home. Man, this is just such a tough situation to be in. Honestly, I don't really see this as a confession because if anyone was to put themselves in this spot, I mean, I'm thinking about myself here, I would definitely have this sort of experience at least once i'm sorry It's just bound to happen and as much as that's clearly a terrible thing to do what you did I can't really blame you for it I can't say I should never have done that because ultimately I can't imagine how many times you've been close to doing something like this in the past and how frustrating and horrible It must be living in this spot as much as you're the kid without special needs Yeah You're having to deal with kids like your brother and sister and your aunt and uncle as well that do have special needs And it's a situation where you can't really complain because obviously they're in a much worse space than you but you're also the one that's having to deal with it every single day So you can't be too hard on yourself for reacting like this once in a while I'm not even gonna bother trying to answer the question of whether or not he should be in your house or should be Institutionalized or that sort of stuff because you know ultimately I have no idea and I don't really know the situation well enough All I'll say is for yourself. Just horrible. Not a confession more just really sad that this exists Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom Okay now for confession number six I bullied a girl until she moved away from my hometown my name is jason and i'm now 16 and I just need to get this off my chest It first started when I was in third grade she just moved to our school and she was in the same class as me and my friend And one day me and my friend saw her picking her nose and wiping it on her dress And me and my friend started to bully her We'd also bully her about the clothes she wore and her hair and how she looked One day I even put gum in her hair and she had to cut her hair just to get it out I don't know why I treated her the way I did Most days when I think about this, I wish I could have been her friend again The bullying continued in fourth grade as well She eventually told a teacher and I told the teacher She was lying and even got my friend to back me up and the teacher believed me and made her stay inside for recess But I was mad at her for telling the teacher So the next day me and my friend devised a plan to get back at her So the next time it was recess We pretended we were sorry for the way we've been treating her and led her away from the teachers and pushed her into a mud puddle And her clothes were ruined And she started crying. So me and my friend ran away so we wouldn't get in trouble. When I got home, I told my older brother, who told my mum. And my mum forced me to write an entire apology and told me to give it to her the next day and grounded me for a month. But the next day I was supposed to give it to her. She wasn't there I asked the teachers about it and she told the class that she had moved. I don't know where she moved I don't know if she moved because of me or for some other reason But whenever I think of the way I treated her it just ruins my day I hate myself for how I treated her and i'm not sure if I can ever forgive myself And I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. Well, don't you worry pal because I don't feel sorry for you Uh, yeah, it might ruin your day when you think about it now a few years later, but you probably ruined our entire life Let's be honest. I mean, guarantee for that period of time, yes, it's extremely likely that you are the reason she had to move school. She had to literally move school because of you. Like, think about that. That is nuts. Don't get me wrong. It's good that you're showing some remorse, finally. But the fact of the matter is, you still ruin this kid's childhood. And ultimately, she's had to deal with that for an entire life. She probably has issues now because of it. And she'll never be the person that she would have been without. That bullying simple as that and that's on you what I would say as well is if you are really that remorseful and guilty Then don't post this on reddit instead get in contact with her and just say I really apologize so much I now realize how terrible I was to you And I know you're not gonna like this apology and maybe it would be better if I didn't contact you But I just wanted to let you know and then she can do with that whatever she wants But at least you're getting directly in contact with her and trying to make some sort of amends for all the brutal stuff That you did rather than just posting on reddit to strangers. I mean, don't get me wrong I enjoyed the post as a post, but yeah actually get in contact with her my friend and now for confession number seven Now i'm not gonna lie to you lot This is the sort of post that would get this video demonetized on youtube. So youtube if you are watching, um, just be kind to me Uh, This is educational and is a story Okay, anyway, here we go. I used to physically hurt my baby brother out of sheer frustration I never hit my little brother before until he was around three I love him to death and to this day I can't understand why I did it ever at all When covid started and online schooling began I was 16 and a junior My baby brother about three at the time was now in my possession Because he didn't like his babysitter and she didn't want to take care of children any longer out of fear of getting the virus Understandable I agreed to this because I was used to taking care of him I took care of him more than his dad spent time with him. Well, fast forward to maybe a few months. He wasn't a horrible child at all. He was a sweet, kind, fun, loving baby and showed me everything he thought was cool and just wanted to play. Since all of us in the family were older than him, he felt more alone. Yet, whenever he'd do a normal child thing, like spill milk because he wasn't thinking or throw things for attention, I would yank him by the hair or spank his bottom. There were times I heard a pop when I pulled his hair and I can't get over it. All because I was a moody teen. His pained cries haunt me and make me cry myself to sleep. Even worse was when I'd open my arms to apologize, he'd run right to me and cry into my shoulder. And I'd cry quietly, instantly regretting it like a little idiot. I stopped the second time I pulled his hair too hard. I remember it so vividly. I cried so much because it took me so long to finally stop being so angry and calm down before dealing with him. I want to apologize to him, but he's only almost five and still loves me to death. He chooses me over everyone else in the family the remorse eats at me every day. I choke up just thinking about this I just wish i'd never done it, but I can't undo it It really eats at me that he still misses me and talks about me every day since I moved out almost a year ago And there we go I did warn you that I was leaving the most severe confession to a last and I don't think it gets much more severe Than actually abusing a baby Like, crazy. What I will say is that I have two parts to my response to this, and I think that both are justified. Number one, no doubt about it, I mean, it's pretty obvious, Uh, What you did is terrible. Uh, That's just a fact. I can't really get away from that You don't need me to tell you but yeah abusing physically hurting a little kid is disgraceful Especially when they've done nothing wrong (laughs) However, that is just the surface level and realistically with the context you've given We kind of need to look at this objectively and understand what is really going on here Ultimately a 16 year old who is doing school online has been left in charge of a toddler and that should never ever happen I mean a 16 year old alone being left in charge of someone is slightly risky, I guess But a 16 year old being permanently left in the daytime to look after their brother Who is three every single day whilst they're also doing schoolwork online? That should never happen Of course babysitters can be under the age of 18 and do very well I'm completely aware of that But they're being paid to do their job They're not doing online school at the same time Like where actually are the parents during all of this? I don't really understand the way you've also referenced the baby's dad not being your dad. There are a few too many unknowns for me to really know what's going on here. But from the sounds of it, as long as you know and can understand that what you did is terrible and maybe get some therapy for it, because I don't really understand why you would do this sort of thing in the first place. Unless perhaps it happened to you by your parents when you were younger. I'm not sure. I've jumped to a conclusion there. And also, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with telling your brother. Maybe not now at the age of five, but at some point, quite early on in his childhood what happened and what you did because then you can both learn from it and you won't then do it to your children later in life i don't know maybe i'm getting a little bit too deep there you let me know what you think guys in the comments below but there we go that is going to do it for this episode of r slash confession um some pretty non-deep confessions there not gonna lie but then at the end of this one yeah (laughs) Got a little dark pretty quickly. Let me know down below if you enjoyed it. Drop a like on this video if you did. Watch some more confession right away. Because to be honest, I'm a big fan of this subreddit. Yeah, it's pretty dark, but the stories and the posts and the confessions are quite nuts, and I do quite enjoy them. I can't lie. If you want more, let me know, and I'll see you all tomorrow with a brand new episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.